as we all know, SEO gets the visitor to the door. It's up to your website's content to welcome and retain that visitor. So if you're thinking of how to dominate your local market on Google, then this episode is for you. Hi, my name is Rayson Chu and I'm your host for The Regacy Show. And I'm really, really excited today because in this episode, we've invited an inspiring entrepreneur. His name is none other than John Wong. John is the owner and founder of Local SEO Search, a boutique agency from Toronto, Canada. And one thing is, John didn't start off as a boss. He, in fact, switched from working as an employee to starting his own SEO agency because he thought of more ways to help businesses, which his company at that point of time wouldn't even consider. He saw a need in the market and shifted. And today, local SEO search has helped over 10,000 business owners rank across Canada and US on Google and dominate their local market. Not only that, he has been featured on John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneurs on Fire, The 10-Minute Entrepreneur, and The Josh Hall Web Design Show, to name a few. Well, without further ado, let's welcome John in the house. Woohoo! All right, man. Thanks a lot for the, the warm welcome and a great briefing uh, right oh. off the bat. Thanks a lot, Jason. Hey, you're most welcome, man. I mean, like, uh, really appreciate uh, you coming on board the Regacy Show. And you know, uh, I, when I when I checked you out on Google, I was like, wow, this guy is amazing. And I definitely would want him to be on my podcast because why? Because you have the, I would say, you have the the key to many people's. Um, I would say they are they they are lacking of this SEO. Uh, kind of thing where they do not know how they can rank themselves on Google. And I myself, even though I've been featured a few times here and there, but I'm not really well featured on Google itself. I'm not well ranked. So I believe this can be something that I can learn and even my followers and even your uh, people that that's tuning in right now as well can also learn as well. So, um, John, uh, do you mind if you share with the audience a little bit more about who you are and what services you provide to your clients? Yeah, definitely. Um, so thanks a lot, Rayson, again, for the intro. Um, I started this agency called Local SEO Search back in 2013. So it's been over nine years. Uh, but prior to that, I went to school for business finance and I went and worked um, right off the bat in advertising sales. Um, that was my first job, and I stayed in that profession for over 10 years. And mm -hmm. I worked in online performance-based, affiliate online, as well as digital um, and, and mainly traditional advertising as well. So I sold a lot of ad space. Um, and I understood the intention, psychological mindset of business owners and why they perceive value. And most importantly, the return on investment. When someone's spending money, they want a good lead source and conversion rate. Um, so during those courses of the years, um, I got to realize what was really triggering and important for business owners. And when I left my corporate uh, environment working in sales, 
I started this agency not knowing anything about SEO, not knowing what needed and required to be done in the back end, but I was a skilled sales rep. So I went out there, sold. I got some clients. I got revenue. I got people paying up front. And then I then had to figure out how to deliver on my salesmanship, right? So um, I worked backwards as opposed to trying to figure out what SEO was. I sold and then I figured out what SEO was. And then I was now in a mission to deliver on my promises. So I spent years harvesting, learning how to do it properly, joining communities, reading a lot of content, going to conferences, learning from the best of the best globally. And now I'm kind of learning to understand the business end of it all as well, because I'm a new entrepreneur myself. So mm-hmm. over the course of the years, just learning about how to run a business. And right now I service small to medium sized service-based businesses, B2B or bricks and mortar type businesses all across the world. And um, okay. it's been a lot of fun because I'm still learning, I'm still growing. Um, and it's helping the people that need it the most, which are the foundation of every single community, city and local uh, marketplace um, dominate their niche. Wow, nice. I mean, like, uh, you know, it's 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 so different from what you have been working as an employee, right? And as compared to what you're doing right now, because you are sales rep and then now you are actually helping businesses to get ranked on Google and all this other stuff. So, I mean, as we all know, it's not easy to actually find out what you want in life in a sense, right? So... At that point of time, how, how on earth did you actually manage to find your purpose, uh, which I believe, you know, this can actually help us in a bit because it, at, at this point of time, COVID hits and everyone is so so lost somehow or other, especially for businesses where they thought it's supposed to be that business, but then somehow or other that business failed. So do you mind if you share with our audience, like how can we actually find out this um purpose of ours so that we can empower our life and our business yeah so i i feel purpose is a a very strong question i i feel it was harvested in me um early days because of the habits and the values that was ingrained in me while my Mm -hmm. upbringing so just a little background i'm a fourth child of family that left the vietnam war so my parents struggled They sacrificed a lot coming to Canada, not knowing the language, not knowing anyone, and they had to survive. So Mm -hmm. our biggest purpose growing up was food, shelter, and each other to support one another, to get a good education, to then try to fit into the rest of the community and fit into everyone's normal life, right? So growing up, I had a lot of jobs. I had over 20 jobs before I even went to university. And then from there, it was because of curiosity and understanding and learning about what's going on in this whole environment in Canada. So when I started talking to all these business owners while I was in sales, and getting to meet them in person, I was ultra curious on lifestyle, what they really, why they started business, how did it go? What were the struggles? What were the challenges? What, what, why were they happy doing what they were doing? And so from there, I really wanted, I resonated with them because for me, it was like community, family, 
purpose on the you know adding value and they just wanted the relationship of the service providers and vendors that they wanted to work with to be in alignment so that was really who i wanted to serve which were smb small business owners then i had that salesmanship and i knew th- from advertising i knew that traditional advertising was no longer the way it used to be. It once was the dominant player, but now with new internet age and behaviors were shifting to digital, it was more easy navigational access to internet was faster. It was more affordable and all these ideas. I kind of started utilizing myself, realized that the business owners who capitalize on this would have a leg up. So I knew that there were paid ads, there were social, there was email, there's different formats digitally, but SEO was very similar to what Yellow Pages was back in the day where you Mm. earn your way placement and get organic traffic and people navigating and searching for you without paying to play. So, and I always reference it to your real estate. You can own assets or you can rent pieces of assets. And so when Mm. you're paying for ads, you're renting space, but Google allows you to own real estate, which allows you to appreciate your business and earn equity, right? So over time, it's going to be valued way more because you're getting inbound leads. Customers realize that you put in the time and effort. Google already believes you're the authoritative figure and you've now Mm -hmm. respected and trusted in the eyes of Google and all your peers. Okay. Well, all right. Okay. So, I mean, like, uh, you, you know, you, you have mentioned quite a lot about SEOs just now and how you actually got into this. But um, I, I believe quite a few of us are really curious about what's SEO. And yeah. do you mind if you share with us, like, uh, what's SEO and how it works in a sense? Yeah. So, search engine optimization is... Mm-hmm. The, the root of why a website appears naturally on that first page of Google. And it's like real estate. You want to be near the top of Google without paying for those yep. ads. So with search engines, you can optimize your website to be found on that first page. And what goes on behind the scenes is over 200 ranking signals and factors where it's not just your website that needs to look, you know, the part, create fresh content, get a lot of backlinks, get a lot more exposure and amplification. Um, And then you got to make sure that Google trusts you. You got to earn that way up there. And the whole purpose is for Google to provide the best user experience, the best results for that customer seeking out the keyword. And once they believe that Google has provided the best websites, you're going to constantly come back to Google. And mm-hmm. what you as a business owner wants to satisfy is the, the gap, right? Trying to yep. make sure that you are that trusted content piece, that website in the eyes of Google and the users so that you are now ranking very high and you're now positioned as a leader, expert, authoritative mm-hmm. figure in that given niche, market, or keyword that you want to dominate. Oh, I see. Wow. Okay, that's nice. Okay, well, I, I'm pretty sure those people who are tuning in right now, uh, I believe it is something that, you know, you will actually uh, want to get it 
out because uh, if your name is up there, man, can you imagine when they type in real estate, when they type in, I would say, NFT, for example, or, or anything like that, right? Or even a business coach and your name is one of the top fields, uh, uh, you know, together with uh, people like uh, Brendan Bouchard or even like Tony Robbins or all these other amazing people, right? You you will be regarded as like one of the kings of kings and, and people would definitely come to you and they get curious um, about you and want you to service them, you want them to help them out and all. So do you mind if you share with us, right? Like what are some of the biggest misconceptions in SEO? So with SEO, it does take mm-hmm. a little bit longer. It's not like a one-stop shop. It's not like paid ads where you pay and you see results right away. Okay. SEO is a long game. And I, again, I'm going to reference it back to real estate. It doesn't okay. take, like, unless you are here with a ton of money, then you can buy buildings. But it takes mm-hmm. time to save for a down payment, find the property, make sure that it's a good location, make sure you vetted, get home inspection, all that. It takes time, right? And then once you buy it, then you got to start paying down the mortgage. And then when you have that mortgage, then you finally build equity. So it's not a couple months kind of process. SEO is more of a long process. And you have to be prepared as a business just like you invested a lot of these years running your business or thinking of planning on running your business, you need to then focus on what's the long-term goal of your website. You need to position yourself as a leader, but you have to start working on it, creating content, making sure your website is fresh. User experience is navigational, easy in the eyes of the users, as well as Google as well. Make sure it's indexable. Make sure there's proper tags set up. Make sure there's keyword densities and links internally and externally that really play. So the biggest misconception is time. The cost is another thing. A lot of people get bombarded with emails. And another thing is you pay for what you get in life and in services and in business. If you're perceived to be paying cheap, you're probably gonna get nothing from it, right? But if you get quality and you know what you're paying for, be educated and informed, then you know why it's being charged that amount because Mm. everything takes time. Everything that is earned and trusted, and I'm gonna reference another thing, which is plumbers, right, or roofers. For instance, okay. why is it that a roofer charges $400 an hour or a plumber? They just changed uh, some toilet, right? $400 yep. an hour. Because guess what? Anyone can go on YouTube, try to figure it out, spend eight hours, go to a home hardware store, pick up the part, but then get frustrated and stressed. But then yep. there's people that are willing to pay $400 an hour because they don't like being handy they have no interest and that's what the market entails but that plumber spent 20 years in training diagnosing all the parts all the equipment knowing exactly what needs to be done and they're in and out in 10 minutes Mm -hmm. right so that's the skilled 
trade, right? So similar mm-hmm. to you pay for what you get in SEO. Someone that has built a lot of solid track record, work with a lot of companies, knows exactly what's going on in the search world, and then trained and hired and fulfilled a lot of processes to ensure that track record process in place, making sure that it, it, it moves along with good traction. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you pay for a quality SEO agency as well. Oh, nice. Okay. Now, now I, now I understand uh, this misconception already, because I always thought that, you know, when you, when you want to optimize your search engine uh, for, for Google and all, uh, you just got to, you know, pay some guy from Fiverr and they can help you out. And that's about it. But in fact, it's more than that <laughs> in a sense. Right. And, and like you said, it's the time and the cost is definitely going to be a lot. And it's, it's going to be like a marathon and not a sprint. Like, you know, Gary V always say that. Right. And, you know, I, I, I believe over this many years, right, this 10 years or so, SEO has changed. Right. So how do you think SEO has changed over the last 10 years? Yeah, I honestly, SEO for me has been um, transformation on optimizing not just your business, your mm-hmm. website, but in life, I find. Because if you look at a long standpoint of everything that you're trying to do versus yeah. a short periods of time, like... And this is the world has kind of changed based on the media, cha- changed on the t- different platforms because social media has changed users' intention um, because they're mm-hmm. always trying to find fast, immediate, real time information, right? Looking at yep. feeds all the time. They're always checking. Same with email, yep. they're always checking. But with SEO, it's different because you're waiting for someone to seek you out. So mm-hmm. you're on the end of someone that's actively looking for your product or service. And with SEO, if you understand that mindset of not pushing ads at people or information at people, but when they're ready, they seek you out. And then you are there positioned as a leader and it's all inbound. Then you're more understanding what's the whole type of client and persona of the people that are actively looking on Google versus all these other platforms. So in the last 10 years, Google has been doing a really good job cleaning up the spam because when there's, there's good techniques that has been tried and tested, there's always going to be black hat and people trying to trick the system. Right? So You mentioned Fiverr. You 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 mentioned a lot of lower cost op- ways because of you know arbitrage on different types of countries, right? So yep. someone you know different parts of the world gets paid a lot less labor. They're trying to figure out a way to optimize and monetize, but yes. do they understand what really is going on in the world of someone that understands what's going on in search world, understanding people at the Google level, like understanding what's going on because we're talking to the people actually doing the work technically, right? And mm-hmm. the, the, yep. the kind of community that we're a part of, we understand because we're trying to do the good things in 
in the world to make sure that it's a cleaner, more white hat, more efficient, more productive um, solution for the users versus mm -hmm. someone that's constantly spamming, right? Like you get yeah. all these email spams, you get a lot of robocalls, you get a lot of people trying to trick you for fast yeah. solutions. Do you want to play that route or do you want to take the long, good road to, to the highway, right? Like there's ways that you want to be aligned with. And I feel the long way is always going to be the best way in life, really. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I mean, like uh, everything you do have to have to go through the long longer route. Um, in a sense, uh, I mean, like if you want to go college, you, you got to go through a longer route to go to that area right if you want to be a multi-millionaire you also have to go through the longer route if you want a shorter route you can go and rob a bank you can kill someone uh, or you know mar marry someone who is a multi-millionaire whatsoever or, or be like a tinder swindler right you can trick a lot of people um and and then get get a lot of uh, money and love from these people and, and trick them but uh, fyi i'm not advising everyone to do this because it's not what i'm telling you to do okay because this is not me okay I, i'm not this kind of person i don't like the you know tinder swindler way or what whatever that is uh, you know a fast game to earn money but i, I would rather go for the long game because just like gary v has told me before it takes 21 years to success and i really really believe in that because um if we look at it in a short game then once we reached it then it will be gone we'll be like hey what's next and, and we'll be lost but if we look at it as a long game and we keep working on it it's like how john has been saying man every every single time you will be appreciating every amount of effort that you put in amount of setback that you put in that you have faced and all the other stuff so i truly believe right you know it's it's really um like what john has mentioned like what you you mentioned it's all about the long game in terms of seo and everything else in life and i truly believe in that and um you know as we are just now talking about the misconceptions and how it has changed now i believe everyone that's tuning in right now right they will be curious like then what is it that we're going to do in order to get ourselves ranked in google and this year in 2022 because 2022 is superbly hectic <laughs> it's even though we just we are now only in the february in the third week the fourth week of february already and and everyone is like damn tired them them um I, I would say burn out in sense right they want to get it up there right so how can we actually rank ourselves on google this yeah. year yeah definitely so I always look at SEO as a supplement to running a good business. So okay. as a business owner, you should already know how to take care of your customers, listen, understand the unique selling proposition based on your competitors, price it mm -hmm. well, service them well, customer service wise, and understand where the gaps and opportunities are. Because when we work with people like business owners, they have to ha already have a somewhat uh, solid business, right? Because we yeah. can't help someone that has a poor reputation. We can't help them if they're not clear on their intention goals, right? KPI metrics. We need mm -hmm. to work with people that 
understand how to take care of the customer, service the marketplace, and understand how to run a business. So that's the first thing. Before you get into this whole SEO strategy world, you need to be operating, running a business for, I would say, a couple of years and having revenue, right? Like you already have clients and you're servicing well, and you kind of know who your ideal persona avatar is, your ideal customer is with lifetime value, okay. higher margin, everything. When you realize who that is, then you could create a profile to build a website content and create all the channels that resonates with them, right? So your website is speaking to your best type of clients, right? So okay. the image, right. the content pieces, the everything you're producing on blogs and social posts should be speaking to them. Because when you okay. start doing that for the purpose of who you want to target, then you're going to get more of the type of people that you want to serve. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the more yep. you put out of the content that resonates with the ideal customers, then those are the people that will be attracted to you wanting to do business with you. So yep. that's the first thing, having clarity on who you want to serve and then putting together pieces on making sure that you're speaking to them. Then okay. comes the competition piece. So over the last two years, COVID has hit every single business owner. Some of them are still around. Some aren't. But there's yep. always opportunities because a lot of people that left wasn't sure if they can survive and continue. So mm -hmm. that means they stopped investing into their business because it was survival mode. So if you've mm -hmm. actually been alive and you've been working in your business, working on your business and starting to understand how important it is to not only be top of mind when people are ready, right? And constantly... Yep do things on your website it's like making sure that you're out there just like what we're doing right now on the podcast creating videos creating pr pieces right on social on everything the more you put yep. out even though it might not have immediate impact immediate results it's the mm -hmm. lifelong longevity of it all because it is sticky and you don't know when it might get picked up in the algorithm or not it might get picked up by an influencer gets amplified or not, but it's all about doing. And the more you do, the more opportunities that will come to you. Because yeah, one, no one gets stuff by just waiting at home because a miracle will happen. Have you ever played the lottery? The, the chance no, of I don't. the lottery is yeah. you probably get struck by lightning before you get winning a lottery right <laughs> yeah true true so if you're active in your business starting to do things it's that's the whole thing right like seo create content put stuff out there that resonates with your users understand your competitors and the gaps where you can play and start plugging so that you can capitalize on what they're not doing well on right so yep. you have to be very knowledgeable in your business, your industry, your niche, your market, and understand who your clients are and where you can actually get cultivate more, which means you got to be a good business owner. Mm, okay. So now what if it's the person is not a business owner yet and he is just an employee like who you were yeah. back then and he now wants to make the jump and then get himself, you know, not not just verified on ig and all but they he wants to be he or she would like to be on 
Google and want to be ranked, does he do the, does he or she do the same steps as well as what you mentioned just now? Yeah. So someone that's just starting thinking of starting a business yep. is at a different stage that might mm -hmm. not have the budget to really do a proper SEO campaign. Like, uh, Tony Robbins, right? He has a whole team mm -hmm. internally or the EOs is an agency, Gary V same thing. So yep. if you think about where you're at and where you should start doing different things, when you're early stage, you should start learning how to run a business, learning, talking to customers, pros and cons, look, working for a competitor, volunteer for, you know, understanding the businesses that you want to mm -hmm. really work in, understanding the clients that you want to service, understanding pricing, understanding the processes, because all that is important when you jump in. You need customers. And another skill set I would always advise everyone is learn how to sell. If that is okay. the most important asset that anyone should have when you start a business, because the art of sales is knowing exactly what triggers someone to want to do business with you and spend okay. money. And if you cannot sell your product or service, you're not going to have a sustainable business mm. that's surviving, right? Because without money, yep. you can't do anything. So you need to know how to sell and then understand like the product and service so that people will constantly use you, right? And listen mm. and ask for feedback and start engaging with people that didn't buy and did buy and learn where you want to be in a year, three, five, 10 years down the line. Because when you start realizing where you want to play in the, the whole mm -hmm. realm of things, then you have a better appreciation of what it takes, put together a timeline. Okay. Oh, nice. And, you know, speaking of which, just now you actually mentioned about the person who is starting out he or she has to actually learn how to sell, right? And I could see that at the back of you, your background, right? At, behind you is all filled with books, like amazing books, right? I can see King and Grow Rich and, and so, you know, all these other Two of Titans and all these other books. So do you have um, any kind of a recommendation, like your top three recommendation of books for people who are starting out in terms of they want to learn sales? Oh, Which sales. three books will you will you recommend them? So when I started in sales, again, I didn't know much about uh, advertising or how to be a good salesperson. Mm -hmm. What I did was I picked up the audio tape. So this was twenty years ago. So right now you can go, you know, you can go on YouTube. I'm sure YouTube. podcast. But Zig yeah. Ziglar was my top guy for sales. Oh. So oh, he wow. was an inspirational guy, right? He really yep. taught in Napoleon Hill as well. Like it's all mindset, really. And it's all about the habits of getting you to start doing more than everyone else. Get there early in work. Learn constantly have these goals, right, in mind and mm -hmm. start doing things. And it, some of these days will be challenging. Every day on the weekend, if you're not putting in a couple hours of learning your art, you know, like you should, if that's what you want to do, you should always yeah. start working. It could be after your nine to five job. It could be after you put your kids to bed, but you got to con constantly stay focused and be intentional to that end goal. And I know Gary V talks about this. I know a lot of these, you know, Tony Robbins, everyone else. It's all about just making sure you have a set agenda and goal and you put it 
in the daily routine so that you can mm -hmm. constantly work on it because no one's going to be perfect and you can never say there's not enough work to learn right you could always yep. get better yep i agree so so you said that uh, you actually learn from zig ziglar right yes. audio tapes and and how about books wise uh, oh. any any recommendation <laughs> oh man i've read probably so every year every week i read one uh -huh. book so i have over 500 books oh um, wow okay uh, cyber psychonetic is really good um and okay. even mindset it's like it's all in the mind right and yeah yep. you know the 80 20 rule i all these are really in different stages of your life will have good content pieces so yes. as i mature in different stages of my business i'm now looking at scaling so i'm all looking at processes i'm looking at like all the funnels and ready aim fire and how to scale in terms of systems and processes but when you're mm -hmm. starting you don't need to learn that yet right okay so you need to get into the content and mindset of where you're at in what stage and then dominate and learn as much as you can then and then as you mature, you will absorb more content at that certain stage. When you're hiring mm -hmm. your first employee, what to do, how to hire, what's the process in place. And then when you have enough clients, how do you have a recurring business model? How do you work your internal list, right? Like all these yep. things depend on where you're at in your business life cycle. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, nice. Okay. So... Okay, well, thanks for your recommendations, and and I really appreciate it and that you know you shared some of the, uh, you know, books that I believe people can actually read read them. And uh, now, John, I would like to actually ask you, right, what strategy, according to you, will prevail in the next year for SEO? I so I I still believe um, the two most important things are content creating mm -hmm. good, rich content that is rich in depth and hits the mark for your ideal avatar and persona and how you want to position yourself. And then backlinks, which is getting other people to link back to your website, which is mm -hmm. like a PR or getting big, big websites or even podcasts, getting out there so that when you're mm -hmm. done your uh, speaking engagement or, you know, sponsorship, they link back to your website, but it's all earned mm -hmm. because it's a lot of work to do, right? So the more you do, yep. the more you get out there, that means hopefully that allows you to amplify your message so that mm -hmm. all these websites will link back to you. So the okay. more you do that, those are the two things that have worked in the last 20 years. And I still believe it's the root of everything. If you do that very well, there's no magic trick pony. Like they talk about Siri and Google Home is all voice search. Well, the root of it all is still content and links. And it has always been that for the last 20 years. So yeah. why change, right? It's like real estate. Mm -hmm. You still need a home. It's a necessity. You still need food, right? Yeah. Shelter and food. And so therefore you need to save money. You got to work hard and you got to put things away to have a down payment to purchase a home. And when you have that, it hasn't changed in hundreds of years. You need yeah. shelter and food. So why change things? Even with disruption in technology and advancements of new platforms, it's still the root of it all, 
right? Mm, Stick yeah. with what's the foundationally things that work and you're going to be in good hands. Mm, okay. All right. Well, well, thanks, man. This, this is really golden nuggets that everyone should, you know, not just listen and, and let it, you know, sink in, but also at the same time, work on it, act on it. And I'm pretty sure you will definitely get to that level of success that you want as the years gone by. And man, well, this, this is really good. This is really good advice. And I would like to ask you, right, you know, um, I believe there are quite a few of them that are tuning in right now. They are pretty new and they, they want to look into digital marketing as a career choice. Yes. Okay. So what advice would you give to people who are looking to take up digital marketing as their career choice? So again, I'm kind of old school, right? I know with mm -hmm. new technology, there's YouTube, there's communities, there's a lot of podcasts, but I still feel that the best experience you're going to get is working under a agency or a company that has already been proven they have okay. systems processes people and they understand training right mm -hmm. so go out there volunteer or work under a company that has already proven themselves in the industry because before you go to conferences and you start networking and learning about other things, you need to learn the foundation. And these companies give you the base to really understand if this is a good career choice for you or not. Okay. So working under someone or volunteering, I would say would be the number one decision you should be looking at before you jump into this new career. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, uh, if, we want to try out something new. We shouldn't like go all in. And then after that, we, we lose everything. And then after that, we come out bankrupt and whatsoever, right? We should do something like what you have actually advised, which is to work for someone for, for part-time or full-time for a while, or even volunteer for that person. And then you see whether is it something that you really like. And then after that, if you really love it, that's like what people call your calling. But if it's not, then move on and try to figure out something that probably can work inside it or work outside of it where you can mix and match kind of thing. And I, I truly believe that, you know, it, this, this is something that people should be trying out this time around because right now COVID-19 is, is hurting a lot of businesses, hurting a lot of people's careers. So this advice, I believe John has given to you is really some awesome and amazing advice that you should actually take it, all right? And you should go and give it a try and volunteer for someone or even for your competitor, for example, which we actually shared earlier as well. And I have a, a follower um, who actually asked this question. His name is Maverick Fu. So he was actually asking about this uh, in terms of videos for seo specifically for specifically for youtube right how, how are we able to actually get this um videos youtube videos up on youtube at, at the highest ranking for example yeah so youtube algorithm is a little bit different than uh, google's algorithm so google is all website based and yep. also it's all backlinks and content creation youtube it's 
it's a different beast because there's millions of videos, tons of mm -hmm. content pieces, and there there's things that you can actually optimize. Title tags, you can optimize the description, internal links. But what Google, what YouTube does is they allow you as a user to con their whole reason of survival is ads and they also mm -hmm. want you to stay on youtube as long as you want they the user are and they're going to constantly play videos that are similar to the ones that you just search for right so mm -hmm. how do you get picked up well you need to find what's trending you need to find the most popular videos and it has to add more substance or add more depth or it has to be supplementary to the ones that already are picked up. And you'll find out that it still takes time, add a lot of subscribers, you got to be an influencer of some sort, and you constantly mm -hmm. got to keep producing. And the more okay. you, it's the same thing with SEO and websites. It's yeah. not overnight success. You got to mm -hmm. keep working on quality video production and creation. You got to understand the users that you're trying to resonate with. The content piece has to be on point, right? Adding value. Yep. You got to know who your competitors are and what they're producing. So all this is due diligence similar to SEO. You need to know how you play running a mm -hmm. business. So it's not easy. It's time, a lot of trial and error. But if you keep working on it, and it's very similar, it's not one month, it's not one week. It can take you six months, could be six years, right? But you got to constantly work on it. And because there's millions of creators today for YouTube, yep. how many of them are actually generating revenue, AdSense, right? Affiliate ads or whatever. Um, yep. Maybe less than 1% that are making, what, $10,000 or more a year very small percentage so if you want to play in that space you need to put in the time you got to understand learn it work it and constantly produce hopefully that's uh, advice that uh resonates with you yeah uh, i i believe it 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 does resonate with me i mean like uh, you know having to to you know produce content figuring out what your competitors are doing which which we should be doing right like and then after that we create content for the people that we are targeting and, and all this other stuff. And then after that, keep doing it and over and over again and finding what's trending, what's uh, probably the hashtags and all this other stuff. And then we get it all in. Man, then we are able to actually get ourselves ranked up there as a time goes by in a sense. And uh, Mo, thanks a lot for that, man. I, I really, really love it uh, when you said all this stuff and, and it's it's really really powerful and even though it's common sense but somehow it's not common practice right in a sense yeah so i i believe all of you who are tuning in right now do um, you know let all these things sink in whatever we've shared since the last 43 minutes or so everything sink in and then after that go and apply step by step and see how it goes and if you have any um feedback any results let us know and we are more than willing to hear your testimonials about about whatever that you have you have actually done and how we have actually helped you through this episode and john as we come to the end of this episode right i have one final question for you and this question is this i would like you to actually imagine this okay john you actually suddenly lose 
everything. Okay, your money, your name, your reputation, gone just like that. Okay, so what would you do from day one to day thirty to save yourself? Yeah, I I look and these are this is a great situation actually, and I look at it like. This is perfect because I've been stuck with my values and my gut and my root since I started this company and since I started my my sales career, which is be mm-hmm. myself, learn as much as I can. So I've always been an observer, uh, like of content, right? And I always consume and learn from others. So if I lose every, I lost everything. I can pick up, start right off the bat, and. Start a new venture, a different idea, a different business, because I already have different skill sets that I know that have helped me along the way that I've harvested. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from day one to thirty, I would say I start a business that I I'm really interested in to serve others, learn okay. to sell, right? Sell that product and service, and start yep. producing good results for them. And when you understand that, and they're happy, and they're big advocates of yours, you have a business again. So running a business is not easy. This has yep. been my first and only business, and I love it. And it's been able to allow me to do, give me more choice, allow me to hire other people, allow me to yep. serve more people, and it gives me a good starting point. But I still feel I have an abundance amount of things to learn, not just in this mm-hmm. industry, but in life and in business. So it just gives you a good foundation. And over the last nine years, it allowed me to make a lot of mistakes, but allowed me to grow along the way. So constantly making mistakes, but learning and growing. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I truly agree with you. You must fail fast, fail forward, and then learn from it and move. move and then the other time right and uh oh thank you so much i just want to ask you where can my listeners and viewers connect they can check out my website it's local seo search.ca and they can find me on linkedin um Mm -hmm. that's pretty much the only social channel that i'm active in but um local seo search you can find me you can google my name john vong um, but I'm here to support business owners, not just in SEO, but I have abundance amounts of sales and marketing experience from traditional advertising to digital advertising. But I do love helping them uh, succeed and support their community and cause. Uh, nice, nice. Okay. Well, so for all of you, do check out local search SEO, uh, local SEO search, and also at the same time, Check out John Wong and all the links that has been posted in the uh, comments or even the synopsis of the podcast itself. Go and check it out. Check and and if you have any questions or anything, you can post it to him. Uh, you can DM him, PM him, and I'm pretty sure you will get uh, his reply very very fast and very very soon. Okay. So with that, I would like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in from around the world, people. Uh, like Tabita, people like Yves, Colleen, uh, people like Melody Johnson, Kelvin. Um, really, really appreciate you guys from coming. Um, I, I really appreciate for supporting this podcast ever since it has started 
in the year 2017. I'm really, really grateful for this. And um, you guys stay tuned for the next episode because we're going to have a lot of amazing guests coming and they're going to share a lot of amazing content and wisdom with you guys. Okay, so take care and stay safe during this period of time. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Regacy Show. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has brought you to an epiphany where you realize that this is where you want to go and this is what you want to do. So I hope you will continue to support and also at the same time, like, comment and share this episode out to your people to your family your friends and not forgetting that we have just created a telegram group it's called the Regacy show family so you can go and check it out and let us know how you find this group is serving you all right so with that i would like to thank you once again see you and stay tuned for another episode of the Regacy show